0: right and spike cohen
1: good morning good afternoon or good evening and welcome to the vanguard or spike the gilbert godfried of vice presidential nominees cohen i am matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom hey
0: everybody and not just because i'm jewish and have an uncurable progressive degenerative disease hey everybody Thanks for joining this special episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom, uh, where Matt Wright and I are parsing through the week's events like the sweet little chipper, whatever the hell I say. Uh, Be sure to share this. Be sure to like it. Be sure to subscribe to it. Be sure to comment, like other people's comments, share their comments. You can't share comments. Well, you can retweet them. Retweet the tweets on this tweet if you're tweeting. And if it's on YouTube, don't just subscribe. Be sure to hit the bell. I want... Oh, I can't. I'm using my phone. I want your phone, which I'm using right now to explode with notifications every single time we go live rest in peace gilbert godfrey i don't even know what to say about that i'm still processing that he was after norm mcdonald died he was my favorite living comedian and now he's dead i feel like whoever i don't even want to say who my favorite living comedian is now because then they'll die too
1: right now I, I definitely understand that first and foremost before we get more into that uh first and foremost allow me to thank uh, Justin, for the kava that I am drinking on today's episode.
0: And allow me to thank the American Airlines Admirals Club for this orange and lime-infused water I'm drinking, as well as this, these snap peas and peperoncinis that I'm dipping into this um, in hummus and Baba ganoush, <laughs> and these Rice Krispie Treats, these Rice Krispie Treats that I got for Tasha that I'm going to bring her when I get fly back and then this water that i don't even know why i just took it because they have that too it's here so i took the water it's here because i could and i could take it right and water at the airport's like twelve dollars so i this caught saved me twelve dollars at some point in my life that's
1: being fiscally conservative
0: yes and socially socially liberal because we just played that joke from the intro <laughs> <laughs> That's the social liberalism, yeah. That's
1: right. Um, uh, yeah, so um Gilbert Gottfried, for anybody who doesn't know the story of him telling that version of that joke, uh, mm-hmm. it was
2: it, it was the
1: most brilliant time that joke has ever been told. It was like September twentieth ish. Yep. September yep. 20, it, it was it was in September of 2001, and he was at the mm-hmm. Hugh Hefner Roast, and there was no yep. comedy going on in New York, and the Friars Club got together to do the roast of uh, Hugh Hefner, and Gilbert Gottfried was the last comic to be on that show,
0: and he gets up
1: and he's telling all these jokes, and he's being Gilbert Gottfried, and um, he's making fun of everybody, and then he says... Earlier today, I had a flight into LaGuardia, which I think is in New York. I'm just making that part up because I don't remember exactly what he said. He yeah, like, it was LaGuardia. Yeah, he was like, I had a flight into LaGuardia, but we had a layover at the Empire State Building. Yep. And the audience fell silent.
0: There was still smoke rising from the wreckage of, of the Twin Towers when he said this, yes. a matter of miles away from it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The audience fell completely silent, and he knew, being the professional comedian that he was, that he had lost his audience. And in order to get <laughs> them back, he busts out the aristocrats and goes Which is... full-fledged into the aristocrats and did it with the gusto and confidence of only a seasoned professional can do that joke
0: especially after just making a nine 11 joke shortly after on 9/11. still during nine. I mean, it was still nine.
1: It was still it was nine, still nine of something.
0: 9/11. It was still the nine of nine 11. And he told that joke and he thought, you know what? It's going to bring them back. The aristocrats. And so And it And it. this was before it was a widely known thing. Aristocrats is a joke that comedians tell other comedians to get them riled up. Like it, it wasn't really anything that had really been that public up until that point. And, um, we want to talk about bravery. But again, this was the guy who joked about uh, the Japanese tsunami, um, and as he said it, he joked about the Japanese tsunami, and uh, and it caused a tremendous outrage uh, around the world. and uh, And then they they fired him, uh, 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 fired him, and replaced him with someone, a voiceover actor who sounded literally exactly like him, thus putting an end to a horrific tragedy.
1: <laughs> the, we have lost multiple comedians we lost norm mcdonald not that long ago we lost bob saget yep. whose version of the aristocrats is on par if not better than gilbert godfrey yeah, than
0: gilbert's yeah uh
1: louis anderson i was a huge fan but we lost him and now oh, that's right we
0: lost louis anderson yeah, that was that.
1: overshadowed by bob saget because it was like within weeks um and people were still wondering how Bob Saget actually died. Uh, right, right, right. So it it has been a tough year for people who have been fans of comedy, uh, fans of stand-up comedy, and uh, it's been it, it has been very difficult uh, to go through. But the the beauty of it is uh, all of these people just wanted to make us laugh, and they did it by making us so extremely uncomfortable uh, that it it was. <laughs> It was an art to them. Especially Gilbert yes. Godfrey, Norm Macdonald, and uh, Bob Saget. Louis Anderson, yep. not so much. Um, yeah,
0: Louis Anderson, yeah.
1: And to them, that's why we kind of play their stuff before an episode when something like this happens. Because when they did that, it was to make everybody uncomfortable, but to break the tension. And to make yep. things a little bit better. And yes, Gilbert Godfrey will be missed by many um, and he will forever live on as the man who is the tension of a poorly timed 9-11 joke
0: 9/11 with joke. the aristocrats. He is. Gilbert Godfrey gone. Norm Macdonald, gone. Bob Saget, America's dad. America's white dad. I guess Bill Cosby was America's dad.
1: He's gone, anyway. too, in a
0: different uh, way. He's, he's kind of, I mean the the Bill Cosby we knew in love was gone. Um and yet somehow magically Artie Lang is still alive. What an incredible testament to whatever the hell that is.
1: Right. <laughs> Artie oh. Lang was at that roast. He was on yep. right before Bob or right before uh, uh Gilbert Godfrey. Um so uh before we get into the show uh and continue talking about gilbert godfrey i'm certain throughout uh let's pay (laughs) some bills first let us thank the libertarian party waffle house caucus the second largest and fastest growing waffle related caucus in the multiverse depending on which multiverse you are in (laughs) depending on which multiverse you are in there is a Peter Parker in all of the Waffle House caucuses. If you want to become a member of oh, the wow. Libertarian Party Waffle House caucus, all you have to do is find the special group on Facebook and uh, hit the join button. I don't know. Whatever Bec- that
0: button And Become a member? Yeah. And yeah, apply? I don't even know what the button is that makes you join a group. Yeah, whatever yeah. it says. Hit that
1: button. Hit whatever that button is and bam, look at that. It says Report. Members.
0: Right, if don't get that. Button, don't press.
1: Don't, don't press that. press but all
0: the other buttons. Press, press it, the other ones.
1: If you want to become a voting member of mm. a caucus that never votes on anything,
0: ever, no,
1: nor will we. Uh, all you have to do is uh, head on over to muddiedwatersoffreedom.com slash store and uh, find the Waffle House Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus button and or shirt, and then you will be an official voting member. The Gravy yes. King. Joe (laughs) Siloski. Joe Siloski is running for Pennsylvania governor. And if you live in the Pennsylvania region of these United States and are looking for a governor who truly believes in liberty and not being held back by anything, uh, you should vote for Joe Siloski. He is the key to Pennsylvania's success. Bull Johnson, Travis Bull Johnson. He is running for U.S. Congress in Minnesota, District 7. If you don't know Travis Bull Johnson, you should, especially if you live in Minnesota, District 7, uh, because you should vote for him for Congress. Uh, He believes in raising crops, not taxes, or raising animals and not taxes. I don't remember what his shirt says off the top of my head.
0: (coughs) I think it's either one of them, actually.
1: Yeah, either one. So, I think
0: it's raise ca- raise cattle, not taxes.
1: That sounds right. That's probably it. Yes, <laughs> raise cattle, not taxes. So if you live in the Minnesota region, if you live in the District Seven of Minnesota region, uh, like half, you-
0: that's like half of Minnesota.
1: Right, it's <coughs> the other half. Yeah, uh, the you other should half vote for yeah. Travis Bull Johnson in the upcoming uh, U.S. congressional race. Stitches yeah. and glitches and defy the power, if you notice, people. <laughs> if you're a regular watcher of this show, you probably notice something mm-hmm. is different. Mm-hmm. And that is because yes. the 10% off muddy yep. tumbler code is no longer there.
0: But. RIP.
1: RIP, like Gilbert Gottfried. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Two things have died. On this day, (laughs) Gilbert Gottfried and the Muddy Tumbler Code. And the Muddy Tumbler Code.
1: But that does not mean that you still can't get the highest quality tumblers from Stitches and Glitches and or Defy the Power. These tumblers are made with space age materials and science that lasted on the moon, unless you're Jack Casey and you don't believe the moon exists. Uh, And they will keep your drinks... (laughs) They'll keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot, and they will uh, keep your tepid drinks tepid. Uh, don't put them in yes. the dishwasher. Uh, they have – you can customize the ever-living crap out of these things. You can yep. put whatever yep. you want on them. They're not going to judge you. They're libertarians.
0: You can put whatever you want. They put a lot of stuff on it.
1: You can put – yeah, they put whatever you want on it, and you can customize every single aspect of it, including the bottom – Mine, mine, which I have with me pretty much at all times, especially when I'm on the air, says "man on the left," which means I graduated because I used to be "guy on the left," and uh, it it's <laughs> moved up, uh, got the mud, muddy waters uh, logo there, and then on the bottom, I got to take the straw out. It says, "Spike this- talks too much." Spike-
0: Oh, it says. I thought you had a new one. It said Spike looks like a something. Anyway, that's mm. better. I don't talk too much. You've been talking <laughs> a lot recently.
1: I have been talking a lot recently. That's because you've been tired, and I've been having to. <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh,
0: well, also, I've been eating baba Ganoush, which I'm going to sure. to get a little bit for a minute.
1: Yes. And remember, you can always go... Get your muddied gear today, but don't go to the website that's over here, because uh, that doesn't work right now. Go to muddiedwatersoffreedom.com slash store. Um, yes. Uh, Tony Mackin wants to know, will my autographed Tumblr make its way to me soon? That is a good question, Tony. That is a fantastic yes. question. Yes.
0: Spike says yes. Yes, it will. And I can, uh, when I get back home, I will send you your, um, uh, what's it called, Tony, your... Um, The thing, track and code.
1: Okay, track and code, cool. Uh, So, how was Texas?
0: Texas was great. I had a great time at the convention. Um, Really great catching up with all my Texas people. I hadn't been at a Libertarian Texas event since 2020, so it was great catching up with a lot of people I hadn't seen in two years and a lot of other people I hadn't seen ever in my entire life and getting to know them. Uh, I got to recreate the meme, that I, uh, the wholesome Sabbath meme. I was posting I it. it while their gubernatorial candidate was starting his talk right before I went on with the uh, Joe Walsh. I, I put that up and it's someone hugging someone else. And it says, the person being hugged, it says someone who hates the government as much as I do. And so as I was walking up to the stage, uh, a guy by the name of Scott Talley, who is with the, I don't remember, county party of, Libertarian Party of Texas, Uh, he said, uh, hey, Spike, I hate the government as much as you do. And so I gave him a big hug and someone took a picture of it. So we got to recreate the meme. And uh, we raised a bunch of money for LP Texas and had a great time. And, uh, well, I was going to say now I'm back, but I'm not back. I'm back in Charlotte. And uh, this week, join me. uh, We will, well, I don't know the details of that yet. So I'll have to get back to you. But uh, we have something coming on Thursday in in Nashville. So come see me at it. On thursday
1: at eight o'clock central um yes <laughs> eight central um oh yeah. cool so uh that brings us to because spike has a flight in less than an hour so we're gonna have to power yes. through these things so that brings us to boom 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 Mudwater coffee. I don't have that written down. Mudwater mushroom coffee replacement cacao rapid fire segment brought to you by the most aptly named sponsored that we have ever had here at Muddied Waters Media. Mudwater. Spike?
0: <laughs> yes. If you were to wake up today and say, Spike, I I don't know. I I, I don't want coffee anymore. I, I my life is tough. I was trying to get a gig and I took my family to a talent agent to try to get us some work and it's me and my my spouse and my son and daughter and our little dog and and then we go there and and we get in front of them, and the talent agent says well what are what are your names and i I started running up trillions of dollars in debt to, to hand off to cronies to put me in office and and my, my wife over there, she, uh, or my husband, whatever, whatever floats your boat, my spouse, uh, she, uh, they, they, my spouse, they, my non-binary spouse, they, they, uh, they started a genocide in, in Yemen that killed hundreds of thousands of people. And, oh, my son, he, uh, oh, you wouldn't believe it. He, uh, he drove up the cost of health care and caused the needless deaths of hundreds of thousands of people for no other reason. Than to uh, push for government control of healthcare, and then my daughter, oh my terrible, terrible daughter, oh uh, you won't believe she, uh, she, uh, she uh, bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki with nuclear weapons, and then the dog, the dog got shot by the ATF. And the talent agent said, "Whoa, well, that's interesting. What's your, what's your group called? And what's your act called?" And we said, "The Republicrats anyway i don't really want coffee i want a, a, a something with cacao and turmeric sea salt cinnamon mushrooms something i think i'm gonna miss something and nothing else well folks we have some fantastic news for you if you go to muddywatersfreedom.com slash mud you can get a mud water starter pack today it tastes like what you'd think those ingredients taste like you're gonna want to add something sweet to it like honey or sugar or even coffee and uh, maybe a macchiato <laughs> and uh but you will enjoy it and it's good for you. It has one-seventh of the cup of caffeine. Just enough caffeine to get you all hyped up like me, eating baba ganoush. But not so much that you end up with health problems later in life. Like me if I eat too much baba ganoush.
1: What is baba ganoush?
0: Oh, it's, uh, egg, it's like hummus, but with eggplant instead of uh, hummus. Oh, uh, uh, chickpeas. Awful. Yeah, chickpeas. No, it's amazing. It's Sounds fantastic. Cool. I'm about to get more of it in a second, but I think my um, Bluetooth will reach over there. So <laughs> we'll see.
1: So, kicking off this week, <laughs> this pains me. I want everybody to mm-hmm. know before I say these words that are going to leave my mouth, it pains me Mm-mm. to say yep. these words. It looks like Spike was right. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: How
1: that feel? Oh, it stings. <laughs> it stings. According to The Hill, Senate Majority mm. Leader Charles Schumer. Why do they call him Charles in The Hill, by the way? I just thought that was...
0: Chuck, Chuck Schumer. It's he's Chuck always Chuck been Schumer. Chuck. What happened to Chuck Schumer? Now he's Charles Charles Schumer. Charles
1: Schumer. He is facing significant obstacles in his legislative push to legalize marijuana.
0: No. Weird. What? <laughs> I can't believe it. I don't believe that. Go ahead. With
1: <laughs> He is facing significant resistance from Republicans and members of his own party threatening chances of passage in the upper chamber.
0: Oh, boy. So even the Demo- – did they say which Democrats are against that one? That's funny.
1: Senator and acting president Joe Manchin <laughs> has stated uh, – I guess
0: libertarians <laughs> aren't going to like him anymore. He,
1: he's in favor of a trillion dollars in new taxes, but not $2.8 mm. $2. trillion in new taxes. Um, mm. <laughs> Senator uh, – acting president Joe Manchin has stated he is supportive of legalizing medical marijuana – but has doubts on legalizing recreational marijuana.
0: Yeah, because that's deadly. I'm going to have to call Hannah Cox after this.
1: And with the amount of extra pork that was added into the Moore bill, including increases in taxes, and somehow they've figured out a way to increase the possible crimes one could be arrested for in relation to cannabis. Others have questioned the possibility for this to be passed. And once again, the federal government is going to screw up legalizing marijuana. Like the
0: easiest, the easy. whoever is in charge when cannabis is legalized, it will be an instant, it, it will help their election, whether if they were close to winning, they're going to win in a landslide. Or at least win decidedly. If they're way, way behind, it's going to help them up. If they're slightly behind, they'll they'll actually come from come from behind and win. Like it's obvious that people want this. There will be immediate benefit to it, and it's and they just won't do it. Won't do it. I I, just I thought Trump was
1: going to do it in twenty twenty. I thought that was going to be he was going to do that in August.
0: I, I agreed with you. Yep.
1: Yep. I thought that was gonna happen and I thought that the Democrats were gonna do this this time in order to make the red tsunami that's about to come through in November not yep. be a tsunami and instead just be a, a, a strong wave a strong wave that's not a tsunami. I don't know the level of waves. Yeah. uh um, just a wave. It's just yeah.
0: It's, just, it's a big swell. It's a
1: big swell it's a swell. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it it looks as though they have figured out a way to screw this up and that uh it <laughs> it won't happen. So it appears as though Spike was correct.
0: I just want to say it is devastating that lives are going to continue to be ruined over a medicinal herb that has absolutely I mean it's it's I there's been no recorded deaths, very few. Uh, recorded health issues, and they're very, very rare, and they're usually related to either an allergy or some specific wow. genetic thing or something like that. There's it, this is as safe as it gets for a intoxicating drug. It's terrible that it's happening. The silver lining is that I was right, so I will, I will take my victories where I can.
1: Yeah, I figured. This that is
0: kind of those libertarian smug moments where I get to be smug as we continue wow. to be whipped. In the dungeon, if I told you we were going to be whipped in the dungeon, and then you know. So I told you I wished I was wrong, but I wasn't. So I hedged my bet. You did. Either way, I win.
1: (laughs) 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 I would have rubbed it so in your face so hard if it happened. And I would have. I would have. I I would have loved it.
0: Yeah, I hope it does. I hope it does, and I hope you can rub it.
1: And if it actually, because I didn't read the Moore Act before we reported on it the first time. um, Yeah. It, if it actually does do the amount, like if it does figure out a way to put more people in prison for cannabis, I hope it doesn't pass. I could
0: see that. I, I, I could see yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I um, could see speaking of people getting high, mm-hmm. Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk has decided that he will not be joining the board of directors on Twitter. <gasps>
0: Oh, so he's gonna buy more shares.
1: He's gonna buy more shares. Yeah, but you know that was that was the punchline to this. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and while some people, the left, I've uh, been very excited about this news. Saying uh, this weekend changeup spares the company from having to deal with a renegade director tweeting about board level discussions. This that would have been untenable.
0: Because it's been terrible for Tesla and SpaceX and Earthlink, freaking. Well, those those, uh,
1: those companies don't deal with free speech the way that the way that Twitter does.
0: That's a good point, man. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I liked but, his little tweet storm where he was like putting up polls of like, should we have an edit button? Should right. Should we remove the W from Twitter? From Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He put, he put up his own he put up a meme of himself smoking at the Joe on the Joe Rogan show. And it says next board meeting's gonna be lit. Like he was enjoying it. Do you
1: see where he did the um no one's he he did the Twitter poll and he was like, Should we convert Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco to a homeless shelter? Cause nobody's homeless shelter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And Joe Jeff Bezos retweeted it and was like well, actually, we did that at Amazon, and it, and, and it actually helped. And I'm like, <laughs> everything is a meme now. Um, everything. Like, that was a meme, and, like, the biggest, most wealthiest person on earth talked about it seriously. Yep. I love it.
1: Uh, but the flip side to the original... <laughs> To what they're saying um is yes. that elon is no longer limited to owning only 14.9 percent of twitter stock mm. and he could buy the other 41.6 i think that math is right uh in a takeover of the social media website making him
0: the owner of twitter
1: the owner of twitter uh, So what he has effectively done, and this is actually a really brilliant move by Elon. What he has effectively done is he has given Parag Agrawal cause for concern whenever he makes a decision on Twitter. Because if Elon doesn't like it, Elon buys more stock. Yeah. So everything Twitter does from here on out, they're going to have to wonder will Elon buy more stock of Twitter and become more powerful?
0: Slowly take it over. And the beauty is if he can can buy, he can do stuff as a major owner of Twitter to make the stock price go down, then buy it. Then when it goes back up, he holds. Then he can do stuff to make it go back down, buy some more like like he did with Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible.
1: So, I don't know what Elon's going to do with Twitter. No clue. No idea. Would not have guessed he would have bought the majors the majority stock holding that they're that he did. Never would have seen that mm. coming. So, nope. I have no clue what he's thinking. However, nope. I think that he now has Twitter in a place where they have to think about whatever it is that they are going to do or else Elon could come in and take over. And I think that's a much better place than being on the board.
0: Yes. Yeah, it could. And I, I am going to laugh because Twitter is where like, you know, that's the main place for this so-called like cancel culture. And if he takes it over, he's like one of their most hated people. And they're not gonna make something new. No. I love no. it. I love, I love it. it.
1: I think it's I think it's great. I think it's fantastic what yeah. they're doing. Um but what isn't fantastic, or at least it's very
0: not fantastic.
1: I agree with him. I agree with the guy in this situation, but uh, his reasoning is very terrible, and uh, it shows how short his memory is. Um, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy Mm. has decided not to support recent talks regarding the possible impeachment of Joe Biden. Or stealing the election uh no for ukrainian stuff and hunter's stuff that was on hunter's laptop
0: oh for the hunter stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was, okay
1: yeah no for for legitimate things um yes <laughs> for lying about you know all this stuff on hunter's laptop and saying it wasn't real um and then finding out it's all real and um that, yes he probably and was, he was like, and he was
0: knowingly lying about and it he,
1: yeah he was knowingly lying about it As Kevin McCarthy told Fox Business, one thing we learned that the Democrats did is they they used impeachment for political reason. We believe in the rule of law. We're not going to pick and choose just because somebody has power. We're going to uphold the law at any time. If someone breaks the law and the ramification becomes impeachment, we would move towards that, but we're not going to use it for political purposes. Now, granted... He didn't join Congress until, I believe, uh, 2013, I think. I could be wrong there, but I think it was 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wasn't in Congress in the 90s when the Republicans definitely used impeachment for political reasons because and it, Bill Clinton was impeached for getting a blowjob.
0: Yes, and it blew up in their face. That's the real reason why they're not doing it. Is because they already did this once and it blew up in their face. Because it turns out, if you don't have like an actual major crime that was committed, because they went after him for perjury and, you know, he obfuscated and everyone's like, well, it was just for, you know, the blowjob. And with this, it's going to be, like, well, it was his son. And I'm not sure if lying on the news is a crime. Like, I'm not, he didn't, did he lie in court about this? Like, I, I don't, uh, Joe Biden, did Joe Biden break a law at some point lying about this? I mean, he did no. lie about it.
1: So, but it's the same, it, he did lie about it, but he never lied in court. But they're saying that lying to the American That's, people, you're always sworn in. Uh, which is the same thing that they, they got Clinton on because Clinton didn't lie yeah. in court initially. It was when he was like, I never had sexual relations with that woman. And then he followed it up yes. with, that depends on what your definition of is. Definition is. of is, is,
0: yeah. That yeah. On
1: what the definition of is, is.
0: Um, yeah, it's, it will go nowhere. It will, yeah, it will that's, go nowhere. That's what he wants to say. It will go nowhere. And Especially that's why context. we don't want to do it. No. And context. right now, Joe...
1: And, yeah. And his with, with where his approval ratings are, the worst thing the Republicans can do is impeach. It's Change the
0: subject. Yeah. Yeah. Change the subject from record high inflation, the war, you know, blow, but so still people that are angry about Afghanistan, uh, uh, you know, COVID anxieties. You know, you were supposed to end this virus like you said you would. Uh, you know, uh, potential for yeah. return. What, ha- what happens if uh, we have another major upswing of COVID and they start talking about lockdowns and mandates again? That's going to fall directly at his feet. And if he does something different than what Trump allowed, he'll lose his left flank. And if he allows it to continue, he'll lose everyone else. So that's not fun. So the best thing that could happen to him is if they started impeaching him for something that isn't like a clear cut, you know, heinous crime that's been committed um so yeah no that's why he's saying he's not doing it
1: you're right exactly and 100 percent. focus on the things that you know that the voters are angry about voters might be upset republican voters might be upset over the uh hunter biden laptop stuff but that is not going to be what's they're not going to back you on that and then on the other side if if somehow if somehow miraculously you impeach him and then he gets convicted in the senate uh, you have Kamala Harris, and that's not going to be better.
0: That's not better. And you also would need two thirds Republicans. Actually, you need a little bit more than two thirds Republicans because at least a couple of them are going to say no. So you need like 70 rep. You need more Republicans in the Senate than there have ever been, uh, yeah. a larger minority, majority than they've ever had. Um, it's, not, it's just not happening, and they know it. And they're not going to do it. Yes. Yep.
1: So, man, we're, we are going to make it through this in time. I don't believe it. So that brings us. I don't have the graphic in here. So that brings us to the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call in moment where you our wonderful, wonderful listeners can go to anchor.fm slash muddied Waters and smash, just smash the old message <clears throat> button. And you can leave messages that we will play live on the air. Most of the time we listen to them.
0: Most of the time.
1: Most of the time.
0: Almost all of the time.
1: Yes. Today is not one of those days. Um, so if you are injured and personally injured here in the great state of Florida, Florida, mm. Go to ChrisReynoldsLaw.com and be greeted by the smiling face of Chris Reynolds, who will most assuredly get you the stacks on stacks on stacks that you deserve.
0: Big money. Oh, hey, mom. Oh, this isn't a phone. This is a giant stack of $100 bills that I got when I had personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, represent me in my personal injury case. I have a settlement and I need cash now. No, I don't, because I was represented by Chris Reynolds, personal injury attorney, attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, by going to ChrisReynoldsLaw.com. Thanks, Chris Reynolds.
1: Hey.
0: So our first call, Uh, this is is actually
1: a three-part call from Midwest guy.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to get some baba ghanoush while I'm listening to this. Okay. you sure this will follow
1: The first, the, the first part of Midwest guys just disappeared. Good.
0: Okay.
2: and didn't cut me off. I don't remember what I was saying, but basically what I'm trying to get out here is you know, the, the healthcare system, they created this false, false dilemma, right, where, you know, hospitals basically have to choose between turning away patients or overworking their nurses, right, and of course you're going to choose overworking the nurses because they're not going to turn away the money in patients, and then you put nurses in this situation where, you know, <laughs> you have, to, you have to come up with, you know, quick decisions that really do not for them, in my opinion, and. I don't know the whole situation, I suppose. You know, maybe, maybe there's something that I'm missing here, but I mean, at least just in general, I think it's completely on the hospital, in my opinion, because you know they're they're putting these nurses through this horrible, you know, horrible working condition. They're overworking them, and you know, the, the nurses don't have much other choices other than you know just session profession. And I just think that's all really messed up.
1: So we have one more from Midwest guy, and I'm not 100% sure what this question is. For anybody out there wondering, Spike is at an airport right now, getting ready to fly to Nashville. And uh, so Mm. that is is what you are hearing.
0: (laughs) I'll be right back. I'm getting baba okay?
1: Okay, I'm going to mute you.
2: And I just wanted to clarify that, you know, it's because of all these kinds of regulations, you know, all these anti-competitive regulations that they have in the healthcare industry, you know, all kinds of crazy, crazy things that, you know, prevent, you know, new new practices from opening, new, you know, new places for patients to go. And and also even just like getting new kinds of equipment to hospitals and stuff like that. And I just think that, you know, all this is really ridiculous and it's really got to go.
1: So what I'm guessing based on what I could hear from that and the fact that it was weird cuz his first part of his message I hit play and it disappeared. Uh so I don't know what happened to that exactly. Um uh, but from what I understand uh he's wondering why they were turning away people at a hospital and what regulations are doing that. And a lot of that is going to depend on what state you're in. I know you're a Midwest guy, but that covers a pretty wide swath of the area. Um, yeah, Derek, uh, Derek Ambrose says, I think he's asking about government regulation on opening new healthcare care facilities uh, too close to another one. But yeah, that's going to be the certificate of need laws that many states have that is re- very restrictive on how many beds you can have in a hospital or how many beds you can have in a specific area. And these are the things that will hinder people uh, from being able to get health care when they need it. Um, did you catch any of that?
0: Yeah, I caught all of it. I could hear okay. the whole thing. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, yep. you, you are much more versed on certainty. I was
0: agreeing, but I was muted.
1: You weren't, actually. I turned you back up after he finished talking.
0: Oh. Well, I agreed with what he was saying.
1: Right. So, um Yeah, you're you're more versed on certificate of need laws than me. I understand the basic yeah, premise of them.
0: Yeah, so the the idea behind certificate of need laws is it's based on back in the I think 60s or 70s these ridiculous economists came out and said the real problem with healthcare is overinvestment. The costs are being driven up because they're spending all this money on too much stuff that they don't really need. Of course, none of this was true and there was nothing, no data actually demonstrating this. But they said, yeah, yeah. If you have, you think about it. If you got all these different MRIs, someone had to pay for those MRIs and the cost of that those MRIs are going down to the consumer. So we're going to restrict the MRIs to only what's needed. And who's going to decide what's needed? The people who own those MRIs. They're going to decide if any new ones are needed. That couldn't possibly end up creating what we have now? Well, it did. And that's basically what it is. And so now you have uh, healthcare companies that are deciding to uh, basically use the court system and, and the, the, the application process to frustrate any attempts to bring in new competition uh, or, to, or for their existing competition to expand. Of course, they're not going to expand. So it's basically a healthcare cartel that's codified by law because of a thoroughly debunked ridiculous economic theory from 50 60 years ago that no one believed back then either and um, you know perfect example of, uh, of you know government oh and government's already acknowledged like all of the major studies that have been done on them have demonstrated it hasn't helped anything you know even the government admits these aren't good so they're still in most states
1: yes so I'm sorry that I I don't know what happened to your first question, Midwest guy, but um, I hope we answered it. Um, Mm -hmm. And here is our next question and last question from the Cajun Libertarian. Hey, Matt, Spike, everybody else. Love y'all very much. I wanted to talk a second about what's going on in China, where they have once again locked their citizens inside their homes. So the residents started going to their balconies and their windows, singing in protest, saying, why are you starving us? Literally. And then uh, the government's response to that was to send drones up into the air. And I want you to hear what that sounds like real quick. Literally telling them to curb their souls, desire for freedom. This is so freaking Orwellian and nightmares. There is one thing, one, stopping us from being in this situation. It is our second amendment, it is our right to bear arms, or we could very well easily be in the same situation. Once again, I love each and every one of y'all very, very much. Cajun Libertarians, signing off Muddy Waters of Freedom. Yay, yay.
0: So, So, and just to let, no, go ahead, man.
1: The stuff going on in China right now is, it's what you would expect from China right now it's awful and it's terrible but it is literally what you would expect from china in this situation which is awful um i saw a video i didn't see uh the video of the drones flying but i did see the video i don't know how many of you out there saw it of the uh robotic dogs uh with speakers like duct tape to them and they were going around saying basically that message um, you know, stay in your homes, this is for the good of the you know, this is for the good of the country, don't leave your houses, uh whatever. Um and yep. it is exactly what you would expect from an authoritarian regime like the Chinese communist government.
0: Yep. It is the um and go ahead. The that phrase uh, 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 "quiet your soul's desire for freedom" or whatever it is, <clears throat> is actually a phrase that was used by the, I believe, the mayor of Shanghai, and he was celebrated in the media when he said it. This was like a, a year or two ago when they had another surge, and so uh, and so now they've they've made they've used their state-run media and state-sponsored pop culture to take this message and popularize it and make it something cool that people say to each other to remind them to not try to be free, to worry about the good of the Chinese people. And so it's it's even worse than we're, we're hearing it and going, oh my God, they're threatening them. No, they're not. They're saying the thing that calms them down and makes them go, oh yeah, we have to do this for the good of the people while they starve, while they are literally locked. You wanna talk about a lockdown? They are locked in their buildings they cannot leave. If they try to escape, they could be killed. This is, it is absolute dystopia to chase a zero COVID policy, which will result in countless more deaths as a result. It is, it is absurd that they are doing it, but they're doing it. And when government does something, they can do whatever they want. And uh, If we aren't careful, uh, that great revolutionary type of stuff will end up over here. Um, but remember, this isn't, this isn't real communism. Every single time the fact that every single time they attempt communism, it turns into some kind of weird Orwellian fascist state. That's, That's just not, coincidence. It's not because of communism.
1: It's not because, you know, just because somebody burns a souffle every time they make it doesn't mean that souffle is bad. No.
0: Uh, Especially if the recipe for the surf souffle calls for setting it on fire. That's yeah, not bad recipe's fault. It's
1: absolutely nothing. It um,
0: would be a bigot. <laughs>
1: Now, if you are one of the people out there who are like, well, you know, how do we keep this from happening here in America? Um, the obvious answer lies with the right to own firearms. And that brings us to mm-hmm. our final segment today the ATF.
0: Coincidentally, Coincidentally
1: yes. Joe Biden, well, first, a couple of weeks ago. I think two. I don't remember. It was two or three weeks ago. Uh, we here at Muddy Waters Freedom talked about the new gun rules that were expected from the ATF. Yep. Um, the reasoning they are being given is because they want to get rid of the world of ghost guns is what they're saying. That, that's their, their false reasoning. Um, and mm-hmm. They are describing that as any gun that is made at home uh, without a serial number. And With these new rules... They turn a Glock 40 into 16 separate firearms. We went over it on a show a couple of weeks ago. Um, I knew we weren't going to have a lot of time this week, so that's why I didn't pull it up. But uh, the, the, pretty much every part of a gun becomes its own separate firearm, which means all of these separate parts of firearms need to have their own serial number, need to be tracked. Um, these are the new rules that the ATF is trying to push through so any part of a gun that you get replaced, if it does not have a serial number on it, it is now an illegal firearm so they are attempting to turn anybody who replaces a firing pin into a felon, that is what is going to be happening here (laughs) now, Thomas Massey has been pushing back on this rule a lot Um, And he tweeted the other day, the Constitution does not authorize the federal government to prevent you from making your own firearm. True. This is a fact that has been recognized for 200 plus years. Also, Article 1, Section 1, literally the first operative sentence in the Constitution, says Congress makes law, not the president. Also true. Yes. over the course of the last 40 years, 50 years, mm-hmm. uh, we have yep. given these alphabet agencies, uh, all of the power to make whatever rules, whatever guidelines they want with absolutely yep. no oversight. And nobody has really called them on much of it. Slowly yep. they have been chipping away and this is where it has been for the ATF. This is where it has been leading. Um, The new rule that the ATF has recently released uh, notes that Biden's fiscal year 2023 budget calls on Congress to deliver funding for implementing the strategy to reduce gun crime, which means in order to implement this rule, his budget has to be passed. We talked about the budget last week. Yep. Yep. We said that it was DOA because of the tax increases, but not so much because of the price tag, which is $5.8 trillion. So if there's no funding for this rule, there is no rule. However, like we said last week, the odds of it staying at $5.8 trillion is minimal. It will probably go Mm -hmm. up. The amount of taxes that are going to be added right now i believe there are 2.8 trillion dollars of new taxes coming in i believe that that number will go down
0: that will go down
1: that will go down Um, so we are looking at a situation where if this budget passes this law is now in effect and for all of our firearm friends out there who have as many weapons as they choose to want, and they should have as mm-hmm. many weapons as they choose to want, they are now potentially going to have to face multiple federal crimes if any part of their gun is not serialized. I don't know if they have a grandfather clause in this thing. I didn't read one. Uh,
0: they have a grandfather clause for anything that's been professionally – my understanding is that they have a grandfathering end of anything that's been professionally manufactured to protect the crony gun companies. But if it was ever what they consider a ghost gun or part of a do-it-yourself kit, then there is no grandfathering. It is retroactively applied. So if you if you bought a kit um, to make this, then it would it would be applied. I'm not 100% sure. I should probably reach out to the Firearms Policy Coalition and find out. I don't know if this applies to guns that have been 3D manufactured. Um, If they do, then I would can't imagine it wouldn't.
1: Um, And and what's crazy?
0: The reason why I'm not sure is because the whole thing that they use here is saying, "Well, we're not restricting your guns; we're just restricting guns you buy, including kits that you buy and make yourself." But if you didn't buy anything and you just use some readily available, uh, free to access uh, blueprints to make your own with your own printer. I don't know that they can do that without new legislation. So I, I I'm gonna find that out. But it's certainly anyone that bought one of these block kits or anything like that, that absolutely you have to register every single one of those parts now legally or or you you could be in trouble.
1: Right. Now in addition to the announcement of these <clears> rules, <throat> which he didn't he 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 did not mention that it's requiring of the budget passing. He left that part out. Um mm-hmm because that makes sense. But in addition to the announcement of these new rules, Biden announced that he is taking another shot at confirming the first new ATF director in 16 years after the last nominee, David Chipman, mm-hmm. as we all remember him, the guy with the weird, yes. he had the weird smile that he was like he would smile but the corners of his lips would turn down and yeah yeah it was just weird uh he fizzled yeah. out for his bit uh opinions on banning uh assault weapons he called assault weapons like, the, don't say i said it <laughs> um yes and, and of course him being part of the waco raid um yes his new
0: nominee and, and, and- and lying about the Waco raid and claiming that they were shooting down helicopters with 50 caliber machine right. guns and all crap.
1: He's saying he was the architect of the Waco raid and everything else that he was saying. Uh, his new nominee is Steve Dedelbach. Steve Dettelbach, a former U.S. attorney for the Northern District of Ohio, a failed candidate for attorney general of Ohio, and Obama's Harvard Business School buddy.
2: Mm.
1: Now, when Dettelback was running for attorney general, he called on reinstating the assault weapons ban, as well as implementing uh, more background checks on firearm purchases in Ohio.
0: So we know what he wants.
1: So we know what he wants. We know what he wants. Somebody asked me today um if this guy is more (laughs) radical than chipman or not and i said i don't know i don't know enough about his stances on things what i can tell you is he is at least as radical he is at least as radical as chipman was and he will uh attempt to do everything he can to get rid of what they would consider assault weapons but nobody can define it on that side
0: Yep. You're you're not going to get an ATF appointee from the Biden administration that isn't a massive gun grabber. For that matter, you're not going to get one from a Republican administration that isn't a gun grabber. So you're certainly not going to get one from Biden.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If if you think you're going to get one from the Republicans, you're wrong. If you think you're going to get like a mild gun grabber from Biden, you're wrong. You're going to get somebody who's going to attempt to get rid of everything because I can assault you with anything. Will Smith assaulted Chris Rock with his hand. Does that mean that he's going to ban hands? Um.
0: And yeah. Yeah. Assault weapon is an entirely made-up term, just like ghost gun. The only real ghost gun is in Ghostbusters, and the only danger they pose to living people is if you cross the streams. Everyone knows that.
1: But you sometimes you have to, especially when you are fighting the Stay Puffed Marshmallow
0: Man. But it was dangerous.
1: It was. I mean, yeah, it was dangerous, yeah. but it had to be done.
0: It had to be done, but it was dangerous.
1: It had to be done.
0: You're saying it's dangerous. So no, it had to be done.
1: This means that Dettelbach is going to be going up against the same people who shot down Chipman. Which gives you some semblance of hope. But does this? Mean I don't think he,
0: there's going to be a new idea. Uh,
1: no, I don't. But yeah, does this I don't mean he he's won't get confirmed? No, but it's going to be an uphill battle in order to get this guy through. I can see that. Yeah. yeah, They are going to try to push to get this guy through any way that they can. Does it mean it's going to happen? No. <laughs> but they will attempt to push him through saying we need somebody there. I'm not conspiratorially in my thinking. And I don't believe that what happened in New York City today is a conspiracy If it turns out he shot those people with the ghost gun I'll, I'll have questions
0: yeah i vast majority of shootings don 't happen with ghost guns. they say these are the guns criminal the the criminal's gun of choice, just like they say Bitcoin is the currency of choice of criminals it's its, it's there's no it, they use whatever gun they can get. And ghost guns, the vast majority of what they call ghost guns, the vast majority of of Glock kits and uh and and 3D manufactured weapons and homemade weapons and so forth are hobbyists and people who just don't want to have themselves registered with the government. So that's that's all always been garbage.
1: Yes. Um so what we all we really know about Dettelbach at this point is that he is going to fight banning so-called assault weapons, stricter background checks, and these ridiculous new laws that basically turn every single gun owner into a felon. And exactly. Also make it nearly impossible for your small gun shops to stay open.
0: Yep. Because yep. that's the whole thing is driving up the cost of guns and making it more difficult to effectively sell weapons that's really what this is about what's funny is that it drives the manufacturing market it it, it it creates the black market but that's what government does it creates black markets
1: right and i'm not saying there wasn't a black market for a lot of these things already because there was however this is going to push it further in that direction which means that anytime that if you get pulled over yep. you you are a legal gun owner you get pulled over and these laws are now these rules, because they're not laws, these rules Mm. are now in effect. The cop can say, let me see your weapon. If you have a firing pin or a um, magazine plate that isn't serialized, you are now a felon. And they will take your gun rights away from you. Now, the fact sheet for the new rule Stated, Congress needs to do its job by passing this budget and other essential legislation to reduce gun crime, including legislation to require background checks for all gun sales, ensuring that no terrorist can buy a weapon in the United States. Remember, they've recently changed the definition of a terrorist to include this guy and me and every single one of you watching.
0: Yep. Parents that show up to their school board meetings. Yep.
1: Ensure that no terrorist can buy a weapon in the United States, ban the sale and possession of unserialized firearms, which they just made each individual part of a weapon a firearm. Ghost guns, ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines, and repeal gun manufacturers' protection from liability. This, of course, led Joe Biden to say, What if the cigarette companies didn't have to, didn't have. To what if the cigarette companies were uh, protected from prostitute people suing them pretty close to a direct quote he said something about prostitute which i know he was saying prosecution and then he was like that's not the right word uh and so he switched it he said prostitute people suing them um <laughs> they are
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't like doing the fear thing I don't like doing the fear thing I, I try not to do it a lot but when I was doing the research for this story they're coming for your guns they are going to attempt to shut down every small gun owner in the United States with tons of new some regulation and then they're going to take yeah. all the information they have and digitize it to get uh well it won't be a registry because that's illegal but they'll have a registry but it won't be a gun registry
0: it's, it's not called a registry a it's registry. just an owner registry with exactly. all your guns in it
1: with all your guns in it um and then they will go after the people who have parts in their weapons that aren't serialized and they will arrest them and make them felons and ruin their lives forever because overnight they've turned them into criminals now as massey tweeted today federal law does not give biden authority to regulate various gun parts or track buyers of gun parts true the receiver is the only part that is uh regulated according to federal law it shouldn't be but it's true federal law does not prohibit an individual from making his or her own receiver this is the law if we want if we want to make sure that we don't ever have to use those guns we need this rule not to go into effect
0: so this bill needs to not ever happen or have that stripped from it or there's going to be some serious trouble
1: yes because there's the saying that people will say if it's time to start throwing your guns in the lake it's time to start losing your guns in the lake it's time to start using them um I don't want to see that Mm -mm. I don't want to see it no So I would prefer for this not to go through.
0: We'd all prefer for this not to go through.
2: But
1: if it goes through, I'm not going to say you should lose your guns in the lake. Yeah. No more boating accidents.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. I have a feeling that this might be a, end up becoming a poison pill because uh, Republicans have every reason to oppose the entire Biden administration anyway. Uh, they're going to get a tremendous amount of feedback from gun owners. Uh, I don't trust Republicans in general any more than I really trust the Democrats. I trust them only to want to get reelected. And I think this could potentially, we'll see how it plays out, but this could potentially be a poison pill um, That ends up getting replaced by a restriction that isn't quite as burdensome or onerous as this, but is, you know, somewhat burdensome and onerous. And then the Republicans can say, look, we defended your gun rights for another day. We will see.
1: Yeah. Man, we're going to get this in before you have to leave. I can't believe it.
0: I know. It's incredible.
1: That is incredible. Um, So there's a tornado. Kenneth evil, be safe. There is a tornado near his house at this very moment.
0: Oh, gosh. Be safe, man. Be, be safe, safe, Kenneth. Be safe. But, uh, yeah. So, yes, folks. So, that's it. That's, that's the it. show.
1: Yeah, that's the show. We did that show in an hour and 12 minutes.
0: That's insane. We, we never that. do that.
1: We haven't done that in a long time. Um
0: That's incredible. Well, it's not over yet because now we get to do the thing where exactly. we say – the things we say, things. Uh, so uh, I am not having an episode of My Fellow Americans uh, tomorrow. Uh, so join me uh, next week for the next for the next episode of My Fellow Americans uh, on Thursday. Uh, we are doing the muddied Zoom at starting at eight p.m. Uh, Eastern, and at some point after that, we are working out the exact time. Uh, join me at the Patriot Brewing. No, the Bold, bold Patriot Brewing in uh, on 39th Avenue North in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I yes. think
1: there is a chance that uh, my my personal mentor and uh, wedding invite attendee, uh, Brett Corrieri, may be coming.
0: Oh, nice! I can't wait to. I hope he does. I can't wait to meet him if he does. Yeah. So he asked me uh, if I was going. And th-
1: that was how I found out that you had that thing on Thursday. Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so join me there and we'll be uh, having a great time there. Uh, brought to you by Good Morning Liberty and For All Tennessee. Um, might even have some elected officials, I'm being told. We might have some state legislators there. Yeah. yeah we're doing some big stuff. Yeah. We'll see. So, uh, and then, uh, enjoy your weekend and then join us right. Re- oh, no. Uh, Friday. Is Mr. America the bearded truth?
1: Yeah. And on Friday, he has William Henry to discuss cannabis on his episode.
0: Mm. Mm, just in time for the con- uh, Congress not to legalize marijuana. Got it in one more time. And uh, then join us next week. Have a great Easter weekend or a great Passover. Is it Easter this weekend? Oh, Easter weekend. It's also the uh, Pesach weekend. Hmm. So good Pesach. If you, Sha- HBO Max, ha-
1: if you have HBO Max, that's the weekend that Batman will be streaming.
0: Mm. That's interesting. And uh, and then... Jo-
1: Saturday.
0: <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I enjoy that. Uh, and then uh, join us right back here next Tuesday, same muddy place, same muddy time for another fantastic episode, The Muddy Waters of Freedom. As we parse through the week's events, I'll be back home, so I'll be streaming. I won't be in the Admirals Club Lounge. Matt.
1: On the 18th. So, uh, on the 18th. We are going Monday. to be, Monday. On Monday the 18th. Oh, yeah. We, we are going to be hosting right here yep. on Muddy Waters right Media. Here. Right here. We are going to be hosting on Muddy Waters Media a fundraiser for... I am blanking on that man's red pad. Thank you. <laughs> I was like he Redpath. was on my show Thursday. He is uh,
0: running for Senate in Illinois, yes, yes. In
1: Illinois. And it is going to be one hell of an evening. We're gonna have so many people uh, that are gonna be at this thing. You are gonna be able to see speeches from a lot of great people. Um I don't know if I'm allowed to including... say I don't know if I'm allowed to say everybody that's gonna be there, but one of the guests, if Spike tries to introduce this guest i will go to south carolina and it will be the last time anybody sees him uh i am so excited to introduce this person i cannot wait to introduce this person and oh, the guy that- with
0: the yeah
1: yeah nobody's taking yeah. that one from me um uh. yes i'm so very excited to introduce this person and uh so be sure to tune in to find out watch me fangirl like you wouldn't believe over this one um
0: if 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 i introduce him then i will die in a suicide that will be very troubling indeed and then an uh, indie rock group will write a song about how matt probably really killed me (laughs) called matt did it No spoilers, though. So, folks, thanks again for tuning in for this episode of the Muddy I like Waters of Freedom. You
1: made a narcissist cookbook reference, though. That's
0: well, I, let, I didn't. You're the one who said that. I didn't say that. No spoilers. No spoilers. But Matt, if someone were trying to look for the Muddy Waters of Freedom and Muddy Waters Media and the Bill Red Path fundraiser featuring the likes of Joe Jorgensen and and others, is that even possible? And how? That
1: it is possible if you're looking for the Bill Redpath fundraiser that will be featuring Joe Jorgensen and others, um, the most electrifying, <laughs> the most electrifying, Vibatious. vivacious Vibatious. libertarian presidential candidate since Bob Barr. Um, that's at eight o'clock, just so everybody knows, eight o'clock Eastern. Um, eight o'clock Eastern. Eight o'clock Eastern. Seven o'clock Central. Six Mountain. Five Pacific
0: four o'clock in Alaska
1: three three o'clock in Hawaii Um, Mm. yeah it's gonna be a good time Um, all you would have to do head on over to your favorite social media sites we're on all of them muddied waters media Uh, you and if you are one of the old school people who instead of enjoying looking at the boyish good looks that are here in front of you even when the background noise of an airport is there
0: it's the it's the admiral's club lounge
1: it's still an airport Um,
0: it is still an airport i'm looking at an airplane right now
1: yeah um uh i forgot where i was but if you don't then you you
0: can if you would prefer if you would prefer instead.
1: instead hear the dulcet tones of our voice uh of our voices All you have to do is head on over to anchor.fm slash Muddy Waters. Oh, my gosh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Muddy Waters.
1: While you're there, you can do things like leave us messages. Yeah. And you can subscribe, which I don't think I have that in here because I've never streamed. Oh, wait, maybe I do. Yes, I do. You can subscribe to the Muddy Waters muddied milish mud motherfuckers the mud group. the mud people join the, the mud, mud people. join the mud people and you get special things like joining in on the muddied zoom on thursday at eight o'clock yes. eastern and oh yeah you also get discounts at the yes. waters media store and absolutely and still, if you're a member of the mud, mud good to, the mud people, you still get a discount at the at defy the power and stitches and glitches. So wow. th- this, you still get. That's a discount. incredible! It's incredible! It's incredible! Wow. It's incredible! So all you have wow. to do is head on over to anchor dot com slash muddybodies slash subscribe, and you can be yes. a member. Or you can find us on your favorite podcasting apps, or uh, you can find this in every other episode at muddywatersmedia.com.
0: That's incredible. MuddyWatersmedia.com. I am so excited. I'm also excited that I'm not going to miss my flight. That was always that was ever present during this entire episode. But oh, I I'm not, it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it in time. It's yes. fantastic. Folks, thanks again so much for tuning in. We love you very much. Join us for Thursday for the Muddy Zoom. Join me right after that. Probably the very second it ends uh, in, uh, in uh, pa- Bold Patriot Brewing Company for a meet and greet with me. Uh, join us on Friday for the uh, Mr. America, the Beard and Truth. Join us on Tuesday for the Money Waters of Freedom. Have a great weekend. We love you. And where we're going,
1: we don't need roads.
0: and Spike Cohen.